Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Be Uncluttered. I'm Rebecca Mazzino and with me is Tara Tuttle and together we are going to help you on your journey to a life free of clutter. Hi and welcome to the episode. Today we are talking all about decluttering your car and I can hear you kind of inwardly groaning thinking, oh, yep, (laughs) I hear that, I feel that. And even though it's a place that's not very much fun to declutter, I think it's really important because we spend a lot of time in our cars, don't we, Beck? Yeah, yeah, we do. I think here, here's a stat that Tara found, not me. I'm not going to steal this, um, <laughs> steal the credit from Tara. Uh, but um, Australians and Americans spend an average of an hour a day in their car, uh, and there are heaps that. Of people that spend a lot more time than that, with twenty percent of Australians spending ninety minutes or more. I know I spent three times that yesterday just myself. Oh. So um, I had clients in the hills yesterday, so it was almost an hour there and back, and then a bit in round in between. So then you add appointments and back and forth errands, and yeah, it was three hours in the car for me yesterday. So yeah, it's definitely something that we spend a lot of time doing and a place we spend a lot of time sitting. Yeah. And I always think that clutter in the car builds up so quickly because we do spend a lot of time in there as well, but also because it's kind of, it's, one of those spaces that is not very often on show, so quite often we'll justify it being untidy or messy or disorganised because we think, ah, you know, the only people that are coming in my car are my family and they don't care or I don't have to, you know, tidy up for them. And then Mm. all of a sudden, yeah, husband says, oh, we're picking the boss and his wife up on our way to dinner and it's like, (laughs) oh, quick, tidy the car. But it's that thing. I had that 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 just happen. Did you? Yeah, I just had that. Yeah, I had that just happen recently. So I was on my way to my client's house and he texted me and I'd already pulled up at a park out the front because he lives in the city. And so you have to pay for parking pretty much everywhere. And I'd already parked at a park out the front and I was just sitting there for a few minutes before I got out and got a ticket. And he texted me and he said, oh, if you want to use my car park, it's empty today. I'll meet you out the front and we'll I'll drive, I'll show you how to get to the car park. <laughs> so like he's at the front and he jumps in the car and I was like, oh, God, i got a client in my car and I'm quickly like looking around <laughs> to see how bad it was. Thankfully, uh, it wasn't too bad. But I have always got rubbish in my car. Like I'm a shocker for like two can- empty cans of Coke in my car. Always, if you look in my car, there's always like at least one can of Coke in my car. I'm a shocker for that. Mm. And I, I worry about like... What people think when they see this car that's got declutter all over it (laughs) and it's got like two cans of Coke in the centre console um, in the cup holders. But it's it's all that's in there usually. I'm not too bad, but there's always a can of Coke in there. Uh, Well, it could be worse. I've seen some pretty horrendous cars in my time. Yeah, well, this is the thing. Like even though you you don't think of it as being a space that other people see, actually other people see it all the time. Like when you're parked in a shopping centre car park, everybody walking past can look inside your car. Yep. So I think of it that way sometimes. I think it actually is quite on display. It's more on display than your house is. Well, and even, you know, I've had people drop kids off to my house or whatever and they hop out the car and then like out of the footwell rolls (laughs) some (laughs) 
water bottles or some, you know, a few lunch wrappers blow out with the breeze when the doors <laughs> open. And then it's that kind of thing. Like you don't you don't drive your lounge room around to other people's houses, but you will take your car. And although they're not mm. ha- hopping in, it's kind of, it is ex- exposed to a whole lot of different environments a lot of the time. And for yeah. me, and I guess this is my personal preference is for a tidy car as opposed to a clean car I don't have a clean car but I have a tidy car that I just find it a real nuisance having a lot of stuff in there and Mm. it distracts me it distracts me I'm like I think I'm quite easily distracted and all of that stuff in the car distracts me from driving so yeah yeah I I don't get distracted by the the mess I I do get embarrassed by it if I do have things like left on the floor and stuff like that and Mick is really fastidious about his car he keeps his car really clean and tidy and he protects it and you know if you want to get get in there you've got to like he's got to have blankets down and all this kind of stuff he's really fastidious and fussy and he washes it all the time or gets it washed all the time and you know it's always clean and tidy and then he gets in my car and the first thing he says is like ooh, <laughs> and I'm like it's not that bad you know but he's like you know he might kick something on the on the floor like a, a like a mangled box of tissues or something on the floor and then he'll like put run his finger on the dust on the dash and go ooh. <laughs> so yeah I'm the same I'm mostly tidy in my car but it's certainly I do sometimes let it go yeah well and I um I did a bit of looking around on some websites and things like that looking for stats about clutter in cars and I couldn't find a lot but a lot of them do say that when you have a cluttered car that it's not just a physical nuisance but cause us mental stress and distraction while we're driving like I mentioned as well Mm. but um, a lot of websites will say that it does, when you have a lot of clutter in the car, it can really reduce your ability to focus on the road and mm-hmm. potentially even inhibit effective decision-making. So, I mean, that's the last thing you want to happen is be distracted oh, yeah. by stuff um, flying through the car. Or I think for me it's more if the kids are in there and they can't find something or they're looking for something, it, that's probably more the distraction for me, plus it's just nicer <laughs> driving around in a tidy car than it is in one that feels like you're sitting in a tip. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so what is the most common clutter found in cars? We've already talked about mine, Coke cans. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing, and this is very true for me, is water bottles and drink containers. I think because we so often, and these days it's great, instead of always buying water when we're out or buying coffee when we're out, you know, quite often people pack their coffee cup, you know, their travel mug, pack their water bottles, pack their smoothies, that kind of thing, take them from home. The problem is unless we take them in where we get to when we get to where we're going, which quite often that doesn't happen, they'll stay in the car until we get home. Then we get home and we're distracted or we hop out in the rush or the kids are doing something or whatever and we leave a whole lot of this stuff behind. So I think water bottles and drink containers are probably the most common type of clutter. What else can you think of? Um, Well, rubbish, like um, food scraps when you've got little kids, there's food scraps. I remember one of my friends telling me about, you know, when her, her, her son finished a banana that he was eating in the back seat and he just threw it at her and she's like that was his way of saying I finished my banana and he's just flung it and it's just come straight like hit her in the ear 
because it's gone flying past. Um, so you get your kids drop food. And uh, I saw this really funny meme uh, recently about uh, how, um, what was it? It was about how many sultanas you've got in your <laughs> car. And it's got like, if you've got a child under 10, you've got 30,000 sultanas in your car. And if you've got um, children over 10, there are zero. Or no, no, no kids. There are zero sultanas in your car. <laughs> it's quite funny because when you're little, yeah, sultanas are one of those things that do end up all over the bottom of the car. So food scraps and packaging uh, from when you're eating on the run, I think, are really commonly left hanging around in the bottom of the the car. Yeah, we um, for a while there, we were a couple of nights a week driving across town to take my daughter to dance classes after school and we'd you know get home from school quickly get changed hop in the car and she would eat like her afternoon snack in the car and I Mm. was just flabbergasted by how quickly stuff just you know accumulated and it wasn't always just um packaging it would be you know the little lunch boxes and the containers or the Mm. you know the ties off of bags and yeah the food like I was just like I could scrape together a three-course meal with all the debris (laughs) that is scattered around the chair and the floor because she doesn't care I'm not watching her eat because I'm watching the road and then she would jump out at the other end and it would just be carnage it's just like (laughs) oh um that's where the handheld vacuums used to come in handy I ended up I used to pack it in the back and then I'd get I'd get to um Pick up five minutes early and before I'd go in, I'd sit there and Oh, you're clean. so organised. I would leave mine for a week before I did that. I'd be like, I'm like, they're, she's only gonna, they're only going to mess it up again tomorrow because we we made the well, mistake. I don't know if it was a mistake or not, but we made the choice to distract our children in the car from fighting and whinging by feeding them. So we would get in the car and hand them a snack and I know there's probably lots of families out there that do this and then there'll be other families that are like, oh, God, no, I'm not doing that. But we did it. It was something we did and it was a habit that our children had. And so there was always food scraps in our car. And if I had to tidy up after every single little trip, that's all I would be spending my time on. So I would let it build up for the week and then I'd vacuum it all out after that. Mm. We had friends in the UK and I remember hopping in their car once and I was like, have you just bought this car? This is immaculate. And they're like, oh, no, no, we just don't eat in the car. I was like, oh, how do you? How, how, firstly, how do you keep yourself occupied on long road trips? Secondly, how do you keep your kids quiet? And yeah. I was just like, you know, if we, I remember things like if we would be driving to Heathrow Airport or whatever and that's a three-hour drive, I'd almost make the kids, you know, have a fast before we went because it would be like no no you're not having breakfast wait till you're in the car because we can at least chew up a whole hour of your time yes feeding you you busy feeding you um, (laughs) in the car on the way there and I couldn't I loved their immaculate car but I was like oh I don't know that I've got the parenting skills to occupy my children for that long or the patience yeah without food yeah without food so yeah I think food and even if if people don't have kids especially I think if you spend a lot of time on the road with your job, you can accumulate food wrappers and stuff like that. If you mm. go through drive throughs eat on the run, breakfast bars, you know, McDonald's wrappers and packaging and coffee cups and, you know, because you can do get so many things at drive through now and you eat in the car, eat mm. your breakfast, eat your snack, eat your dinner on the way home, whatever <laughs> you're doing, between jobs, um, and then you 
throw it all down in the passenger footwell or wherever it goes, <laughs> it, it can pile up pretty quickly. It can, yeah. Um, one thing that I just thought of that that can clutter up cars is the donations in the boot that get driven around for months. <laughs> <laughs> so that's um, always, there's always, I know I myself always have a bag in the boot uh, of donations because quite often, I'll, I mean, I obviously take them for clients. And so if I've just got one small bag, I'll just leave it there until I, you know, have a client two days later that has a couple more. And so there's always, you know, something hanging around in the boot for me um, that has to go to, to charity. And I think a lot of people have that as well. Yeah, we had um, always had books would hang around in the car. Same thing with the kids because I used to um, put like a basket in the middle at the back between the kids and put a whole stack of their books in there and kind of we would have them on rotation. But, you know, then they'd read them, especially when they're young, they read and they throw, you know, and they end up (laughs) on the bottom and then sliding under chairs or in their pockets at the back, things like that. And so we used to have books or I'd pop in a novel or a magazine or something because I was going to have to sit and wait for someone Mm. at soccer practice or whatever it was. And so... I we I used to find, always find books, kids' books, and my books and magazines, and that kind of stuff used to just accumulate. Or notebooks, all of that kind of stuff that you take to occupy yep. yourself when you're stuck in the car for a bit and have some yep. spare time. Yeah, definitely. What else? Um, perhaps, this doesn't relate to me, but I know other people that are campers. You're more of a camper than me, Beck. Um, <laughs> that keep a bit of gear camping gear in the back you know they keep they always keep a couple of chairs in the car or they might keep I don't know that you'd keep a tent but people that keep you know torches and stuff like that more than just for roadside safety they keep like half of their camping kit in the car and I don't know if people do that just because they get home and they're too lazy to take it all out or (laughs) if they just spontaneously think yeah I might want to camp yeah. now. <laughs> Lucky I've got everything. Yeah, we don't do that, but yeah, it would be something that would happen. And uh, sports equipment too, like bits of, mm. you know, if you if you've got your bikes on the rack and you're going biking, you might throw a bag in there of stuff that you might need for that, and then it might end up staying in the car for a longer yep. period, um, or all sorts of bits and pieces to do with that. There's quite we used to quite often just have uh, a football in the boot. And it would just stay there permanently. <laughs> it was useful for all sorts of times, stopping and, you know, uh, distracting kids or just taking the opportunity to do something outside and having that with you. Yeah, and especially if you're a coach or involved with a sports team, quite often mm. that stuff, you know, you have it for a season but it doesn't necessarily have a permanent place in your home and you don't use it at home. You use it out at training and out at games. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, like I just um coached my daughter's netball team and so I had a big bag with you know a dozen netballs and a couple of packs of bibs and you know a few bits and pieces Mm. and we never used it at home it was always out at training and out at games and so I used to lug it in and out only because I hated it sitting in the car the whole time um but a lot of people will just keep that stuff in there for the entire season so Yeah. yeah sporting equipment can definitely clutter up your car yeah. So, okay, so those are the things that we we do accidentally keep in our car or deliberately keep in our car. So maybe we could talk about some of the things that are worth having in your car um, that are helpful maybe. Mm. 
What do you have um, in yours? Very little, actually. Mm. And I'll explain a bit more later when we're talking about some tips for keeping your car uncluttered, why it is that I actually keep such a small amount of stuff in my car. But one thing I do always have is an umbrella. And I don't know if that's a hangover from living in the living. UK where you can, <laughs> yeah. you can pretty much rain every day of the year. Yeah. Um, but I always keep an umbrella in the car because it's always things like it'll be a fine day and then at 2.45 at school pickup <laughs> it'll rain for 10 minutes and that's it. But that's the time when you don't have an umbrella. So um, I always keep one of them. What about you? What are you keeping yours? Um, I don't bother with an umbrella and I think that's just because, yeah, I I grew up in the desert and I live in the <laughs> driest state on the driest continent on the planet. So um, rain doesn't happen much here and when it does you just kind of shrug and go, oh, well, I'll just sit in the car and wait till it stops <laughs> rather than get out. Um, so I don't, I don't bother with an umbrella unless I know it's going to rain and even then I often um, can't be bothered taking one. Uh, first aid kit. I have mm-hmm. a first aid kit in, in mine. I have two actually. I've got like a little one in the glove box and then a bigger one in the boot. And that's not because I need two in the car. It's just because I had excess in the house somehow. And so I accidentally put two in the car, um, not realizing I already had one in the boot or whatever. So I've got two uh, and they'll get that's used a really, up. That's a really good point. We have first aid kits in our car too. And one tip I heard recently, which I loved, is that you know how uh, at the change of clocks for daylight saving, people say that you should um, check the batteries in your smoke detector? Yep. Um, they said, I heard this tip as well, saying that you should use that same smoke detector changing clocks as an opportunity to go and check your first aid kit in your car mm-hmm. and make sure that it's still well stocked with band-aids and if you've got you know you keep paracetamol or ibuprofen or anything like that in there that they're not out of date that the bandages because some of them you know they sit in our car in these really hot days hot weather for years and years that some of the things don't disintegrate that you should go and go and check that so once or twice a year on those same days when you change your clocks that you Mm. should also check your first aid kits. I liked that tip. Good idea. Yeah, I like that trigger of that external trigger reminding you to do it. So, yeah, Mm. I like that. What else do I have in my car? I have a roll of plastic rubbish bags. So I can either, if we're on a fairly long trip, we can put our rubbish in those as we go or because I'm a bit of a messy kind of person naturally or a chaotic kind of person actually what I tend to do is fill my car with rubbish for two days then I sit in it and or I um, before I get out on like the second or third day of it being a bit messy I just fill the bag up um, and I you know throw throw the stuff in the bin um, before I go in the house so that's sort of I use the bags for that so I can do a quick uh, and easy relatively easy clean up uh, of whatever it is that I've left land about in my car. I also keep always keep pen and paper in the car and usually a phone charger as well mm. just in case. Yeah, um, I've got a charging cable. F- yeah. yeah. I know a lot of people keep torch and batteries, but I think because I always have my phone, I don't, yeah, I don't generally pack a spare torch, but I know a lot of people will keep one in the car. And the sun visors as well, you know, that you pop on your 
windscreen to you know reflect the light off your dash and that kind of thing especially I I don't park outside for long periods of time so that doesn't really apply to me very often but I know people that park um, you know in car parks all day through summer they can Mm. be really handy as well. I use them I use them a lot because yeah my car gets really hot and I so and I hate I can't stand driving with a really hot steering wheel and mm-hmm. so I always put that the sun visor up just to stop the car heating up quite as much even because sometimes like the other day yesterday my car sat out in the sun for two hours and it was no more than 23 degrees and I got in the car and it was really hot in the car and I couldn't I thought imagine if it had been 35 degrees or something like that uh, which Mm. is what it's going to be tomorrow when I'm at my client's house so it's going to end up getting really hot so uh, I actually use it you know a lot to keep the car cool it's really I find that really handy that just sits on the back on the um what's it called pa- the pastoral partial shelf? shelf yeah what yep. what did you call it what did I call it a pass a parcel shelf I said pastoral self shelf <laughs> parcel shelf <laughs> yes just, not just pop your teeth back in and try again <laughs> parcel shelf parcel shelf yeah parcel so that's shelf. where I keep my visor I know lots of people keep blankets in their car. I think I'm pretty sure both my grandmas always <laughs> kept a blanket in the boot of their car. I think that's probably got merit. I would yeah. say that's probably all right. Might okay. be good for an impromptu picnic along the way or yeah. if you get cold. Yeah, I would say that. I wouldn't call a blanket clutter. I'd say that's pretty, unless, you know, it's been there for five years and never come out. But Yeah. I mean, it's not a necessity, but it's not unhelpful. My mm. my bestie has a towel in her boot at all times. So she says it's really handy for things like, you know, Actually, quick cleanups. I was going to and... say, I'm sure you've told us about when you sprayed Coke all over oh, someone that's right. that yeah. she ran, she ran off a towel out towel. of her car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is clever. I do like that. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, people might want to keep their car registration papers or the car manual or insurance details, roadside assistance, paperwork, that kind of stuff. I guess it depends on what you have stored in your phone and what you have hard copy and what you think is safe to keep in a car or not. You know, if mm. a car gets broken into and that stuff gets stolen, is there any information on there that could could be taken that you don't want to be compromised. I don't know. I guess it works differently for everyone. And I know certainly internationally you need to have car registration papers on you where in Australia you don't. So mm. I guess just check your local laws for that kind of thing, whether that's stuff you need to keep in. Yep. The car manual is always handy too, you know, when that light goes on that you don't recognise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, I can't deal with that now. Can I drive another 50Ks? <laughs> or like I've done the whole, you know, the petrol lights on and then you go, right, let me just see how whether I can math. get all the way there yeah. and back how many Ks before it's properly empty. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a bit wary now because I had a car that was showing that I had 20 kilometres left and then it cooked out. So it didn't oh. have 20 kilometres left of petrol. So I was very wary about um, letting it get anywhere below 30 after that. Yeah, right. There, If you're interested in lists of what you should keep in your car or ideas uh, for things that should permanently live in your car, if you go onto the internet and just Google uh, what should I keep in my car, there are multiple, multiple, multiple lists and suggestions 
by lots of the roadside authorities and traffic management groups and all that kind of thing about the types of things. You know, people talk about keeping jumper leads and, I mean, you know, oh, pretty yeah. much an entire just in case. Yeah, and I guess it depends where you live as to how how relevant those things are. You know, like you live out in the country, you you know, and it's it's hot or you do a lot of driving in the desert, then you'll want water for your radiator and you'll want water to drink in case you break down and you're not found for two days. And there's all that kind of stuff. If you're off travelling, you need to pack different things too if it's sort of just driving around, you know, the suburbs every day. So, yeah, if you can, um, when you have a big comprehensive list, you can pick through it and say, yes, this will be useful, this will be useful, and, yeah, this will as well. Um, anything else that you can think of that? that you, you keep in your car or that you should um, keep in your car? I keep some work-related stuff. So I've got a toolbox in mm-hmm. there and I have spare sunnies because I can't drive without sunglasses. I have very large pupils <laughs> and so <laughs> the sun affects my eyes. And I also have a, a cleaning cloth, a microfiber cloth, that I keep in my dash and so that if I'm sitting at the lights <laughs> and I Do notice. Do you use it? Yeah, I do. So when I'm sitting at the lights, if I notice that my dash or my steering wheel or whatever is a bit dusty, which it pretty much always is, I will reach over and grab it and I'll give it like a bit of a dust and, yeah, embarrass myself or people around me watching me clean my car. That's quite good. That's very good advertising actually if you've got this written on the side of your car and talking about decluttering and people look at you at the lights and then they just see you cleaning your car like merrily humming a tune. That's very good advertising. I like that. Mm, doesn't happen. You know, even even if they can't see the dozen Coke cans scattered around your feet, <laughs> as long as they see you wiping your dash. And not a dozen. I usually I usually stop myself at two or three. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty, I'm controlled to a certain degree. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it would be good advertising. That's true. All right. So now you talked about... Oh, before we get on to keeping it uncluttered, what about a little bit of storage for the car? So um, there are little tips and tricks for ways to keep the things in your car but keep them so that they're not just all piled up on the floor or all rolling around randomly in the boot. So there's some things that you can get for the backs of the seats so you can get these things that sort of hang over the back of the seat with pockets in them that you can put things in uh, and you can get some really cool storage solutions for boots as well can't you yeah yeah absolutely I'm and we I don't know that I would have survived without those storage things for the back of the seats yeah um when I had kids because they would they could clip their water bottle on or put it in the pocket, put their Sultana box <laughs> in yep. the pocket, you know, whatever Pens, toys they paper. had. Because yep. otherwise, yeah, all that stuff. And it becomes actually quite dangerous. If you've got water bottles on the floor and they roll around under the seats, mm. they can, you know, if as a driver, they can get under your feet, under the pedals, that kind of thing. So it's Definitely. really good to have that stuff secured. And it's really nice for the kids because rather than them distracting you going, where's this? I can't reach this. I want this. I want this. If there's, you know, an organiser on the chair in front of them that they can have everything that they need within hand's reach, that would be great. Mm, For sure. Um, We used to use just a regular basket, like a square box type thing uh, that used to sit because we had or have two kids. When they were little, it would fit neatly between their two car seats and they would stack up books and like little 
toys and the, you know, trinkety stuff that they wanted to play with in the car, that would all sit in there. So, again, it meant there was no projectiles because Mm. it was kind of all contained and nothing sliding off seats and they could reach it all. Um, It was very handy when they learnt to put stuff back in the box. (laughs) Instead of dropping it on the floor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But so you don't even have to, I mean, there's some, you go to places like Howard Storage World or even, you know, car shops. <laughs> you can see I'm not very car savvy. Um, but like, and they there's some really streamlined, ergonomic, cool kind of storage systems, mm. but it doesn't, it doesn't have to cost you the earth. No. You can just repurpose something from home. Yeah. I've got in my boot, I've just got one of those, oh, like it's a plastic blue milk crate. And that's got stuff in it. It hasn't got my toolbox in it because the toolbox, unfortunately, is a little bit too big for that. But the toolbox just sits in front of that. And in that, I've got little bits and pieces that I use for work, like spare packing tape and some bubble wrap and some paper. And I think there's an apron and a few different things that I've got in in there that um, I just use as extras when I when I'm working. And I can also use that for other things as well. If like if I'm getting groceries and because there's usually not much stuff in that crate so if I'm getting groceries and if they're rattling around a bit I can always put a bag or two in the crate which keeps them a bit more secure as well so uh, they're not rolling around quite as much oh shopping bags is another thing that you should be keeping in your car because you're much less likely to forget and then use single-use plastics so fold them all up and put all the bags in one of the bags and um, shove it in your boot and it'll be uh, ready there for when you go shopping Yeah, definitely. The other thing that I really like when it comes to storage and organisers in the car are little visor organisers. So you Mm. can get them, they clip onto your sun visors and you can clip your phone in there, your sunglasses if you're keeping, you know, receipts for fuel or anything like that. So rather than that stuff all going into um, one of the other kind of middle compartments with everything else and getting squashed under things um, or rolling around loose, uh, there's some really cool little visor organisers that you can clip stuff up by your head um, so it's kind of up, organised out of the way, won't get stuff put on it, won't get squashed or Mm. broken or damaged or lost. So, yeah, yeah, if you want to organise your car, there's some pretty cool, cool options. There are. All right, how do we keep it uncluttered? You're better at this than me so you can be the expert. (laughs) Uh, keep a bin or a bin bag in the car, especially for long trips. Uh, I will use a small paper bag because we don't generate a lot of rubbish in the car. If we're going on a, like a big road trip or something, I'll probably put something bigger, but a small, almost like the size of a kid's lunch bag. We have paper bags yeah. um, that we keep here. And so I'll put one of them in the car just so that and, you know, it might take a week or it might take a month to get full, um, but keep one somewhere handy in the car where it can sit up freely, where it doesn't, you know, fall over and have all the trash roll out of it <laughs> yeah. because that's not going to be very useful. But you could tie, a, you know, um, reuse your plastic bags, tie one of them to something, put it, I don't know, at the bottom of the the seat, the footwell in front of the kid's seat, you know, wherever it is, but have something so that everyone in the car knows where their rubbish goes when they're done with it and that yeah. just So they don't fling it at your ears. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. And one thing we've done as well is we have got a bin in our garage between where our two cars are parked oh. and I find that having that there and that just happened by sheer coincidence because we used to have 
or we had a spare bin from a extra bathroom or something or other when we moved house. And I was like, I don't know where to put that. We'll leave it in the garage for now. But I noticed the kids would hop out of the car and put their trash in it. It was like because it was the path of least resistance or it was so close, they didn't have to even carry it all the way in the house. (laughs) Now, it does mean I have an extra bin to empty on, you know, bin day when I'm getting all the stuff out, but it it made a big difference with, you know, lazy kids. Yeah, I really like that idea. Yeah, that's mm, a great idea. Um, I don't think I have any other than just do it regularly because I'm like naturally messy and if I were to leave it too long in between cleans it would get a bit gross so I just try to do it every couple of days instead of leaving it for a month before I clean it out and and I make sure that when I do those clean outs that I don't leave anything in there that I haven't decided lives in the car and so there's no sort of I'll just leave this here for now because I don't have anywhere else to put it or I can't be bothered. It's not you rehome it or you deown it and it you know goes out of the car and only what lives in the car gets to stay in and that happens a couple of times a week. Yeah, and I think just come up with some natural triggers like every time you fill up your car with petrol there's always rubbish bins at the petrol yeah. station. Just as you get out of your car, have a quick scan. Is there any rubbish within, you know, reach that you can grab? Even if it's one or two things, um, pull it out. You know, once you've done your grocery shopping and you're heading back to the car to um, put your grocery bags in the boot for next time, do a quick scan. Have I got five pens, mm. none of which work, <laughs> all sitting, you know, um, on the dash? Okay, let's take them and put one working one in them. Just like yeah, kind of actually notice it like open your eyes keep an eye on it and once you've kind of decluttered it once it's really easy to maintain as long as you do it regularly yeah that's the thing it's that regular thing um i like your idea about the trigger for the petrol and i just want to add another one is if you are in a car and there's more than one of you and you're stopping to get petrol one does the petrol the other one cleans out the car so mm-hmm. that could be the trigger as well. So whoever's driving does the petrol and whoever's sitting in the passenger seat, instead of just sitting there and waiting, they can quickly gather up some rubbish and, and toss it in the bin and that would be quite a regular occurrence as well then. Leading on from my point before about vacuuming while waiting <laughs> at dance class, um, <laughs> that's something I used to do as well. Now, you know, the kids walk home from school so I don't pick them up from school. But when I used to have to drive to school, because you would, you know, quite often parents have to get there 10 or 15 minutes before the bell to get a park because it's always pretty busy around school zones. If you have a handheld vacuum cleaner, pop it in and instead of just sitting there and scrolling, just one afternoon a week, mm. take your handheld vacuum and just run over the seats, run over the footwells um, or mm. take a damp cloth and give the dash a wipe, you know, because you you're sitting in your car anyway, you're contained, you're confined and you have to be there. Yeah. You might as well use that time wisely and it'll make such a difference then you don't have to find the time elsewhere. Yeah, and you'll feel so much better for it. Like it's it's much easier to sit and scroll, like you said, but how good would you feel if you spend just a few minutes doing that and then you sit there and go, oh, look what I did. Yeah, <laughs> You I just get that car. great sense of satisfaction, yeah. Well, I think we've done cars to death, have we? And um, I don't know that there is that much left to talk about. So if you've got any tips or tricks on how you keep your car uncluttered or confessions uh, to how you would like to keep it more uncluttered, then feel free to join us in our Facebook community group and um, have a little bit of a chat about it in there. And uh, until then, uh, we will talk to you next week. Bye. 
Thanks for joining us. We'd love it if you'd leave a review or tell all your friends about us so they too can be uncluttered. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us at beuncluttered.com.au or on social media or on our own websites at clearspace.net.au and basklifecoaching.com.